Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Financial Answer Podcast with Nathan O'Brien. Mark Killian here with you as we talk about investing finance and retirement. As always with Nathan, your local investor coach at O'Brien & Associates. Nathan, buddy, how are you this week? Doing great. Doing really good. Excited about the show and loving this weather. We've had some really nice yeah. weather here in West Tennessee, so it's been, it's been fantastic. I'm enjoying outside and just having a good time, Very enjoying good. the spring. Yeah. Well, we're trying to get through this podcast without Nathan dying because he keeps choking yeah. and laughing. But between the two things, yeah. we'll have a good yeah. time here. My, my allergies are bothering me a little bit today, but I, I apologize if something yeah. you know, gets me as long caught as you, up As here. long as you don't croak, we'll be okay. Yeah, <laughs> be good. I think I'll be good. <laughs> All right, we're good. Well, you know, that's the plus and the minus side of the weather, right? You get that's it's right. beautiful weather, but you still get some of the pollen and the hay fever and the whatnot yeah. And, the, yeah. and the widgets floating around in the area. But listen, we got a lot of stuff we want to cram into this little podcast. So let's get yeah. rolling here. As always, folks, go to thefinancialanswer.com. That's thefinancialanswer.com. Make sure you subscribe to us, like us on <laughs> iTunes or Google Play or all that good kind of stuff. But uh, before we get into that, I got the news topic, which we're going to talk about, but I just had to run this past you. Yeah. Uh, a little little financial joke for you, a little financial advisor <laughs> okay. joke today. All right. Uh, guy says, I'm not saying my financial advisor is bad at his job, but when I walk into his office and ask him to check my balance, he tries to push me over. <laughs> oh that's funny yeah not that kind of yeah, balance so, no not that kind of balance that's right so <laughs> i might try that with my next client there that comes go. in that I, that i know i can cut up with there you, know, you there's, go yeah there's well, some that you can cut up with I, and some you very true. have to be 100 percent serious all the time yeah so. the, one that you've got that good sense of humor with or whatever and he says hey i want to talk about my balance be like push you okay yeah is everything okay you feeling dizzy today yeah then just push him a little bit he's like what are you doing so checking your balance man that's funny it's doing pretty good all right all right enough cutting up Let's check out in the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. All right, so it's news time here, and this is, you know, we got to talk about this because it's going to be the ongoing continuing soap opera that is the trade war with China. Yes, uh, it is. It's going to go through these cycles. You know, it shows a little promise, then no promise, then back yeah. to some promise, and <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah. Depends on what day the, uh, what's the president's name, Chi or something yeah. like that? What, what day well, between the two presidents, right? It, well, when, yeah, both. That's yeah. right. So it depends on what mood they're in that day is what they say and yeah. what they're doing and if they're positive or negative and on how they it. tweet so, yeah. each other or whatever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who would have ever <laughs> thought, true. right, how, this, uh, you know, global politics oh, sometimes no. comes down. Oh, and no. it's not just our president. Other world leaders are doing it, too, yeah. now. I think oh, he's yeah. made it a little more were okay for some of them to do it but either yes, way yes. pretty funny stuff who would ever thought yeah. that anyway <laughs> So, yeah, just a what, lot going what do you on make there. Of it? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I mean, it's good. Okay. okay. Ultimately, I think it's good. We needed to get some things renegotiated because we were really getting the raw end of the deal. Okay. I, I saw a um, report that said, actually, he's been right about this as much as yeah, people want to disagree. Yeah. No, that's right. You know. Um, we have been paying billions and billions. Yeah. I, you know, it's got to be trillions through the years that we've paid oh, in taxes, probably. you know, in tariffs to other countries. And so, you know, Trump is just saying, hey, it's time for us to get some of that back. And ultimately, I think, you know, what they're trying to do is get free trade and say, okay, we'll drop ours if you'll drop yours, basically. And you know, nobody has to pay any of this. And, and let's you grow. Know, it'll yeah. Kind of, yeah, let's all grow together and work this thing out. And so if everybody will do that, I think it'll be positive and things will work out it's just 
just like when we had the trade wars back in the 70s, you know, it's going to end up being a probably a while before we get something settled. Um, yeah. And I saw that's going to cause volatility. you got to understand yeah. that, but it's not uncommon. Yeah. It's not something that should scare you out of the market or, you know, if you're allocated right, you should be expecting this type of volatility going forward. Well, at the time of this podcast, so the, yesterday, the day before <laughs> we taped this, there was a, a brand new little report on it, which was a Monday. And so uh, I think the market ended up dropping close to 3%. Yeah, yes, about on, three. On NASDAQ yeah. was down three and a half or yeah. four. But I think, today point, it's back but, up, you know, almost <clears> two. <throat> yeah. So to yeah. your point, right, it's just volatile. It's just hopping up and down on the whims of what's being said or potentially being done. So Right. No, that's right. And it's going to continue to do that as new information comes out. And that's one thing that you've got to realize is markets always react to news and information. So, you know, if your financial advisor <laughs> we're is in a telling super you, newsy time frame. Yeah, sure it is. It. And there's 24 hours, new hour news, seven days a week. And then everybody's tweeting as well, as we were just talking mm-hmm. about. So, right. you know, it doesn't even have to be true and accurate news. It's yeah, just, just something new that's out there. So, you know, if your financial advisor is telling you they can predict the future and telling you they know what's going to happen next and trying to get you in the portfolio that's working there for that then you know that's bogus and that's crap and you need to get out of that because it's (laughs) not going to work science has proven that and you need to be passive investing with the market that's how you can be successful over time historically anyway that's how it's worked Yeah. yeah Yeah. Well, you know, again, so folks, when you're thinking about, you know, looking at the markets and volatility and all that good kind of stuff we talk about a lot, all these things are going to kind of continue to affect it. So you always want to make sure that you're, you know, you've got that good solid plan that's working for you so that you don't have to necessarily worry about the whims of the day to day. That's know? right. And right. so volatility is going to continue to happen. No matter what, right? Yeah. No, matter no what, that's so. true. That's true. There's not a president that can solve that. <laughs> <laughs> and if there is, that'll be the day. And I don't think that's going to happen. So we'll, we'll, we'll right. see what's going to go on there. But anyway, that's, right. that's our new segment here on the financial answer. Make sure you uh, give Nathan a call if you have some questions or concerns before you ever take any action. We always got to stress that on the show. I always talk with a professional before you take action. 855-51-COACH, your number to call. All right, so stick around. We're going to hit our confidence corner here in just a second. We'll be right back. I like money. I like knowing that I have it. It's time for the Confidence Corner. All right, so our little confidence corner this time, I'm kind of mixing an old radio segment in here a little bit that I wanted to talk about where we used to do some financial dictionary terms. And I think we do it sometimes here on the podcast as well. Yeah. But I know you wanted to spend a little bit of time on this particular one. So we've all heard, at least most people, I think, that are retirees, pre-retirees, so on and so forth, a lot of our listeners here have heard the 4% rule before. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm going to let you kind of give a little history on it and do all your kind yeah. of little thing. But uh, okay. tell us what you think about the 4% rule and, and what you got on store for us. Yeah, so the 4% rule is just, you know, when you retire, if you've got a nest egg that you've saved up, a safe distribution rate is supposedly 4%. Okay. Okay, So if you've got a hundred thousand, you can take $4,000 out of that every single year and you'll never run out of money is basically the goal there. You're going to be able to keep that and keep being able to take distributions and also increasing that distribution every year with inflation. Okay, so if inflation's two and a half percent, then you raise, you know, the dollar amount that you're taking out by inflation just to keep up with inflation over time. Right. right. Okay, so not to get too much on the details there, but that's basically what the four percent rule is. And you know, where that comes from is all the way back to nine in the early nineteen nineties, a guy named Bill Bengen or Bengen, I don't know how to say his name, B E N G E N, but Bill, anyway, you know who you are. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. He wrote an article for 
think it was the Journal of Financial Planning or something like that back in the early 90s. And anyway, fantastic information. He did a lot of studies on that. And basically, he was looking at all the research from 1926 through that time frame and looking at 10 15, 20, 40 years even time frames and saying, okay, if you had, if you took 4% out, 5%, all these different distribution rates, what worked and what right. gave you really high odds of success? I said it was the probability and for success too. That's right. right. Yeah. It, it is the probability of success. So coming down to it, I mean, basically a 50 to a 75% stock allocation is what you need, you know, and that's typically going to let your money last between 35 years, 30, 35 years, something like that at a 4% distribution. Rate. Was this the 60, okay. 30, 10 or, or <clears throat> 60, 40 that was kind of the base? No, or? not necessarily. Okay. It just, I mean, really, I was just reading this, I don't know, a week or so ago, and the article was talking about how, you know, the closer you could get to a 75% distribution rate, okay. the better that would be, okay. you know? All so, right. I mean, not distribution rate, but stock allocation. Stock allocation. I yeah, you, 75% yeah. stock allocation, the better. But volatility is a concern to a lot of people at that point, right. okay? You do have a lot more volatility with 75% stocks, but it can last in a lot of times you know, you're seeing 30, 40, 50 years with a closer distribution rate like that. So 4% is the rule of thumb because when you look historically, 4% worked in every scenario. Okay. Right. But so it, even it during the Great anymore, Depression, right? does it still work? Yeah. 4% works even does now. Okay. So, yeah. So it works even now based on even the numbers over the past 10, 15, 20 years. Okay. It, it still works in a diversified portfolio. Okay. okay. So gotcha. if you're in just large cap stocks, which is what a lot of people are, and that's the big mistake and why you hear that the 4% uh, okay. rule doesn't work. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so if you're in large cap stocks, you know, from 2000 to 2010, you didn't make 4%. Okay, that's 10 years that you didn't make even 4% a year. You made less than that. You made almost 1% a year over that time frame. So diversification has always been our friend, but it's always and even more so important to have in retirement when you're taking distributions, okay? Because you've got to make sure that you can, you know, don't have big declines and you're in the asset classes that are doing good. We can't gotcha. see the future, so diversification helps us on the one that, that's doing good. We won't have everything there, but we'll have something there. Interesting. Okay. So, because, yeah. yeah, we definitely hear a lot of people saying, well, it's a good rule of thumb, but you, I've heard people say that now it's more like 3.1%. I think I've heard that before where you can't quite follow it. So, again, yeah. I guess it depends on how you're set up, right? It is. It is. And, you know, really, ultimately, if you have too much in fixed interest with interest rates being so low, too much in a fixed allocation is going to drop that distribution down. OK, yeah. so right now you're actually better off if you can handle a heavier stock allocation. You're better off to be in that because the four percent rule will apply for you. And, you know, mm -hmm. looking over the past 40 years in our portfolios, 4% is fine. You actually ended up with more money at death in a 50-50 or greater stock allocation than that. Um, you ended up with more money at death. So, it, yeah, it it's something that still applies and still works well even after inflation is figured in. And it even worked during the Great Depression, which those times were a lot worse than we were having. Wow. So when they were, <laughs> when they were kind of retro running all that information. Yeah. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, that's right. So they ran it all the way back to 1926. Bill, obviously his last name, Benjen or Bingen. Yeah, that Bill um, guy. <laughs> yeah, the Bill guy. Yeah, that's right. So, But I've got this report. If anybody would like that, I'd be glad to send it to you. Um, sure. It's, it's yeah. great. Just give us, uh, shoot me an email or something if you want. Nathan at InvestorCoach.net. Yeah, what we're going to do is we're 
going to see if we can put this up here on the podcast page. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. uh, you'll be able to just see this next to the uh, the podcast that you're listening to. When you go to thefinancialanswer.com, again, thefinancialanswer.com for this week's episode, hopefully we'll have a little link there. I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to get that on here pretty soon, pretty quickly. And you'll be able to just click on that and get that report also. You guys so, are fantastic. We, we try. That. We try. Yeah. Yeah, All right. We're awesome. going to keep it short and sweet this week here on the uh, Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien, registered investment advisor and chartered retirement planning counselor at O'Brien and Associates. Again, if you got questions or concerns, reach out to him at thefinancialanswer.com or call 855-51-COACH. And I'm going to leave us this week with a fun little quote, interesting and kind of profound quote from Tennessee Williams, you know, since, you know, we're in Tennessee. That's right. Uh, he said, uh, you know, he said, you can be young without money, but you can't be old without it. And it's a <laughs> that's a pretty tough. true statement, that's tough. right? <laughs> yeah, that's really When you're tough. young, you can kind of figure out ways to kind of get along without much yeah. money. But when you yeah. get older, it's not so easy. So <laughs> that's true. Tennessee was pretty profound. All right, buddy. Well, you have yourself a great week. And, you too, uh, take man. care of that coffin. We'll see you next time on The Financial I'll do Answer. It. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye, folks. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.